skipped When I was three Left a pile of bills For daddy and me A yoga mat And a box of herbal tea Daddy says she flew to Coop To study yoga in Guadalupe She was always wild and fancy free But that crazy gal was so perverse Her parting gift was an awful curse Before she left, she went and named me Floyd Yeah, she went and named me Floyd Well, my childhood was a horror show Low self-esteem and vertigo I needed weekly time with Sigmund Freud Y'all know teenage girls are mean They can turn into wolverines There was no mercy for a girl named Floyd Life ain't easy for a girl named Floyd Feel like you're living on an asteroid Beyond this world when you're a girl named Floyd vile abuse and now and then I blew my fuse and had to rearrange a face or two so I took up mixed martial arts and I made my way in fits and starts and got myself some colorful tattoos then I got strong and I turned pro I made my debut in Mexico and the MMA became my family Well, people love the gal named Floyd But for all the success I enjoyed I could not forget what that woman did to me Life's no party for a girl named Floyd It's really easy to get past San Antonio, I fought a Cajun named Simone. She charged like a bull and kicked like a kangaroo. Well, I finally won a split decision, and I was the queen of cable television. They brought champagne and whiskey to my room. There were camera crews and journalists writing clever lines about my fists. My manager and team were overjoyed Then someone whispered from behind I don't mean to ruin your peace of mind But it's good to see that you have done so well Well I turned around and realized Standing there with a glint in her eyes Was that crazy gal who named me Floyd It was her alright Well, I went flying for her throat But she was quick as a billy goat well, She threw a chair and then all hell broke loose Life's no picnic for a girl named Flood Sometimes you really want to get 
Pascal Dennis and a girl named Floyd, detained from his latest album, Nicaragua Moon. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the one, the only, Pascal Dennis. Hey, Pascal, how are you today? I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you so much for the invite to Whiskey and Cigarettes. I'm a big fan. Oh, well, it's definitely a pleasure to have you on. Our listeners have been loving your music, Pascal. It's great to finally get to talk to the man behind the music, indeed. Um, Thank you. You're very welcome. So we just heard this great song of yours, A Girl Named Floyd. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, any particular stories or anecdotes behind it? Yeah, well, I grew up um, loving classic country and Johnny Cash in particular, I remember being a very little boy and hearing a boy named Sue. And um, I connected with classic country because, you know, it's about poverty and mental illness and insanity. And, you know, that was basically my my childhood. (laughs) So 
I remembered that song and um, I, I uh, got this idea of a reverse universe where there's a girl that's got a crazy name and she's a tough fighter and it all came together very naturally. I, I guess I wrote it in about half a day and I made it a, a talking blues, which is a style that I really like. And um, so I did a sketch. I shared it with Dave Logan, our producer and the band, and they loved it right away. Now, initially we were going to get a, a, a female to do the vocals, but you know, I, they really liked the, the vocal that I did kind of a tongue in cheek, you know, alto and, uh, it just it just flowed beautifully, and yeah, we we had a great time. Davide Sambruta played wonderful honky tonk piano, and um, uh, Luca, our guitar player, did a marvelous uh, slide guitar and all these touches and nuances throughout it. So yeah, they did they did great. Oh, well, fantastic, fantastic stuff. Now, when it actually comes to Nicaragua Moon album as a whole, Pascal, what are people getting from this album compared to your previous offerings? So um, the first uh, record, uh, Crazy Angels, was basically the chronicle of my coming of age. So I came out of a very difficult uh, childhood poverty and mental illness. And so the album is in what I call moon colors. So it's purples and indigos and blues and blue greens so it's those kinds of um uh, feelings and songs this song uh, this um, album is a, a sun color album so it's yellows and oranges and pinks and reds there's a lot of humor in it a lot of really droll country you know in, in homage to my heroes you know willie nelson and merle haggard and george jones um so it's a much happier album a lot of tongue-in-cheek like a girl named Floyd, um, a lot of off the wall stuff, like uh, not saying it was alien. So we really like it. And it's very, very close to my heart. And I, I definitely love that. And I love like the, you know, like kind of like Picasso, you have your kind of periods of colors and stuff, which I think is fantastic, which very much adds to the experience. Now, you mentioned not saying it was aliens, which is a song that I know did very well for you. And it's over here in Europe, folks have really, really loved it. So I have to ask, do you believe in aliens? Um, yes, I do. And I don't say that lightly because NASA, the U.S. military, naval intelligence, etc., in the past year have admitted on all the major uh, stations and channels and media outlets that there is a lot that they don't understand. They have video that they can't explain, strange objects moving contrary to the laws of physics. And people are talking about... Uh, aliens in a very different way. So um, yes, I do believe in aliens. Uh, now, I, I love the show Ancient Aliens, which takes a tongue-in-cheek approach. It's on Netflix, and that's the, you know, the uh, motivation for the song. But beyond that, yes, I think there is something out there. Mm. Well, I, I'm right there with you. And I also like that on that song, there's almost like a homage to the X-Files as well, which is yeah. a bit was a big, big show for me growing up. Now, I have to ask, do you consider yourself a big fan of, of that show? And are there other sci-fi movies or TV shows that you really love? Yeah, I, I love uh, the X-Files. Uh, I love the old reruns of uh, the Twilight Zone um, and all the movies um, that we all know and love about extraterrestrials, E.T. and uh, Close Encounters and all the other ones. I, I love the sense of wonder the sense that uh, there's possibility in life, that there's humor, that there's an openness and uh, adventure. I mean, what's not to love, you know, as opposed to closed, 
conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, why not? You know, why not ancient aliens and Atlantis and uh, all the other stuff uh, that we uh, we hear about and we love? Are you also a fan of like the darker stuff, like say the Aliens franchise or stuff like the Thing or things of this nature? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, wildly imaginative. I, I love science fiction as as a genre, whether it's uh, movies or novels. And I think some of the best writing and some of the best movies are in that genre. And and that you know has the the dark side and and the and the bright side. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm completely engaged in that. I love it. Fantastic. And it's interesting you also said that because uh, I was having a chat with my friends and a lot of them feel that the very first Alien movie is like a masterpiece and Ridley Scott did something incredible with that. And I tend to agree with them. And um, outside of that, you know, you and I were talking about this a little bit off air. You recently came back from visiting my home country, Italy, and in particular, you were down in Rome. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you were up to over there and, uh, you know, what your time was like in Italy's capital. Well. Um- my producer, David Logan, and I made a record 27 years ago. We were both very young and foolish. He had just come out of uh, Berkeley Music School in Boston. I had just come out of engineering school. And we both loved music. And I had bands, et cetera, et cetera. And I had written a bunch of songs. I wasn't that good of a writer. He was always a great producer. We came together, made a record. It went nowhere because we knew nothing. We both went our separate ways. And he went to Hollywood, became a film producer and a TV producer. I started a, a company helping other companies improve. So I went around the world, you know, uh, do, doing my work. But I never forgot David and I, and we never forgot our friendship. Fast forward to the pandemic. All of a sudden, I don't have to travel anymore. And I'm able to devote myself full time to music and I'd always been writing and practicing and getting stronger, but then something happened and my writing just went to a, a different level. I called up David and long story short, we reconnected after 26 years and he loved my new stuff and, and we started making records like crazy. So um, this was just a follow-up to all the work we've done together. So I wanted to spend time, uh, more time with the band and David in the studio, we recorded a, a long TikTok stream on his channel. Um, I went to Santa Cecilia Music School in San Luis, where he plays, and I met, you know, all his uh, colleagues, and I met, you know, the young musicians there. Um, we did some writing together, some recording. It was just uh, breaking bread and reconnecting um, in in person. I mean, we, you know, we we have a regular stand-up meeting every Friday with the band and we connect through Slack and we have a tech stack, but it's good to break bread. And so David's wife, Valentina made the most incredible uh, meal. And one of our musicians brought grappa from his, his uncle's farm. And we, it was just that kind of thing. And, and then we, you know, we were right downtown in Monty near the Coliseum. So we basically went out every night, and uh, just absorbed that. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a song now called Coliseum Blues about my experience. So it was just a wonderfully rich experience uh, with our band, with the Crazy Angels band. You know, it, it couldn't have been better. 
Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, you know, because always when I hear people say, you know, giving, you know, positive reviews of, while they were spending time over here, you know, in, in, in my country, you know, it always makes me very, very happy. And I'm glad you got also your share of good Italian food and drinks. So oh, wow. That makes, that, that makes me very happy indeed. I'm like, I hope you were well fed and, you know, and, and got, 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 got everything, you know, that Italy has to offer. Because, you know, hey, we have a reputation to maintain when it comes to our food and drinks. So, you know, I've got to tell you, Valentina, David's wife wife is a master but her mother's even better so there was like a competition between the two of them you know so i basically i, I couldn't leave a plate you know that wasn't completely empty you know it was great <laughs> yes that's how it is over here in italy for sure and uh, and and going back to uh, the not saying it was alien song what I think is very is really cool about it is you also kind of, should we say, tease or make fun of conspiracy theories and you know, kind of those tinfoil hat things that people talk about. And <laughs> I'm actually curious, what do, how do you feel about conspiracy theories? I mean, do you think they're just something to laugh at? Do you think they could potentially be dangerous? What are your thoughts? Well, I, I, uh, I really like the Netflix show Ancient Aliens because it's done tongue tongue in cheek so william shatner will be on and he'll be talking to ufologists about the most ridiculous but really fun things like um you know there's a portal uh in uh wherever cincinnati in a bar and it'll take you to the fifth dimension or you know you go to uh you know the nazca lines in peru and it's a parking lot for this and that i think those are delightful and funny and charming now in terms of conspiracies i i i don't buy the outlandish conspiracies but i think it's fair to say that for a long time the u.s navy intelligence and Agencies like that withheld a lot of information, and finally, they're being honest about it. And probably there's a reasonable chance, I, if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, one in five, that um, these unexplained objects have an alien source. Now, whether they're drones or whether it's something else, I don't know, but clearly something's happening. And for half a century, uh, you know, uh, the authorities tried to pretend that it wasn't happening, but it's happening, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yes, you wonder how much, you know, about when it comes to things, what we, they, they are still hiding from us or keeping hidden. So, you know, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's, it is a mystery. Now, I guess X-Files kind of colored my thoughts when it came to that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> it was a what great else? show. Yes, it was. And I'm like, indeed. what else aren't they telling us? You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, good times indeed. And, you know, when it comes to your life, what has been the most extraordinary or unexplained thing that has ever happened to you? Um, I, I guess um, I, I don't know if it's um, unexplained or if it's extraterrestrial or occult, but for, for me, uh, the journey of my life has been one of continuous discovery. So I, I, I was born in very difficult circumstances, as I said, um, a very poor um, uh, Im immigrant family. My, my parents barely escaped uh, the catastrophe of Eastern Europe in the early 50s. And um, so my life has been one of continual discovery about who I am, you know, where I come from, what it means. So it's been um, a wonderful journey of discovery um, and completely unexpected. So I, I did, I, I couldn't have predicted all the things that would happen, but each discovery has, has made me accept uh, life and uh, the wonder and the richness of life, you know? So it's, it's been a voyage of discovery perhaps in, moving internally into the universe inside as opposed to 
the external universe. So I, I feel very lucky to have had that journey. And I, I think that's the fuel that, that allows me to write. Um, David and I are very simpatico. So I'm, I'm kind of amazed at what we're doing. We've finishing two records now in two years, a third record is almost ready uh, for early release next year. We got a fourth record and we still got 50 songs to go. So it's a mystery. That, that's probably been the most extraordinary thing. I don't know where these songs come from. It's it's a complete mystery to me, Nick, but I'm, I'm so grateful to Buddha or the Godhead or um, Jesus or Muhammad or whoever is giving us this opportunity. I, I'm just so blessed, you know, it's, it's an extraordinary thing. Well, you're, you're pro, you, how prolific you are is incredibly extraordinary, I will say, because, you know, you just have songs like a, a constant river. So it's uh, amazing that you have this, Pascal. Oh, and definitely, very lucky. Well, we're very, very lucky. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also the creative process. You're clearly a very creative man with a very cool creative mind. So more power to you for that. And when it, you know, now we're pretty much at the halfway mark of 2022. What does the rest of the year look like for you? Well, um, we um, are going to release um, Nicaragua Moon in a month. Then we'll have a series of um, release parties uh, in Toronto. We may be able to do one in Rome as well. Um, I'll, I'll be back in Rome in uh, in November to spend more time with the band. We'll do some more recording. Um, then um, we're doing an aggressive social media campaign. We've got a terrific social media marketing manager. Um, our, our attitude is that we want to uh, reach as many people as possible, and we don't care if we make any money. We do this for the absolute love of it and for the um, commitment to, to creating something that lasts a long time. So we're not skimping, we're not compromising. So we're going to continue in that vein till the end of the year and then kick off 2023 in the same vein. We, we just, you know, Dave Logan and I made a, made a, made a pact. We said, we're going to continue to do this until we die. And we shook hands on it said, okay. And that's what we plan to do. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, yeah. uh, you're, def you're definitely in it for all the right reasons, as they say. <laughs> so uh, I definitely think that's wonderful that you're not, you know, doing it for per you know, pursuing, you know, money or anything like that. You're in it for the passion because you enjoy doing it. And I think that's definitely being a part of the music for all the right reasons, for sure. And uh, for those who want to find out more about you and your music, Pascal, and want to keep up with to the date, what you're doing, where can we send these folks to? Um, well, our website, PascalDennisMusic.com, uh, is one place to go. You can uh, find us on all the major channels, uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Probably that's the best place. And we're on all the, um, all the social media networks. Again, you can get that at PascalDennisMusic.com. Uh, it's probably the best uh, uh, the best source and other videos, all sorts of great things um, there. Lyri you can download lyric sheets. You can hear the band's history, um, all sorts of wonderful things. Fantastic. Uh, and so, folks, definitely be sure to check out all the wonderful things that Pascal has has going on for sure. And speaking of wonderful things, Pascal, we're going to be going to another song from the Nicaragua Moon album, which will be Only the Bottle Knows the Way I Feel Tonight. Now, when it comes to this song, any particular stories behind this one? Yeah, um, like um, many, uh, many songwriters, I have lost uh, beautiful women and um, some losses are irretrievable. 
and you just never get over them. You know, you, you get through it, but you never get over it. And that's just life. And you have to accept that. So this is a song written for a, um, a wonderful person that I lost through my own, uh, my own stupidity uh, when I, when I was younger and uh, it's um, written from the heart. It's in the spirit of, you know, uh, Merle Haggard and uh, Willie Nelson, Hank Williams at their best. This is homage to them. Uh, they meant so much to me when I was uh, a, a little kid. And I, I want to be able to share those kinds of songs to other kids that maybe are going through hard times like I was. So that's what this song's all about. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be in this awesome song. This will be Pascal Dennis and only the bottle knows the way I feel tonight. Pascal, I want to once again, thank you so, so much for the time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2022. Such a pleasure, Nick. I'm honored to be on your show. Best of luck to Whiskey and Cigarettes. And maybe we'll connect in Milan before you know it. Here's hoping for sure. One more people, you heard it from the wonderful Pascal Dennis. Be sure to check him out if you've yet to do so. He is definitely worth your time. He has an upcoming album out there, Nicaragua Moon. Be sure to pick that up. Here's the great song from it. This will be Only the Bottle Knows the Way I Feel Tonight. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian DJ Nick. We'll be right back after this. When I was small, I wandered Happy, brave, and proud Trees and flowers loved me Sunlight and the clouds Now I'm standing empty In this crowded, hazy bar Buying drinks and wondering where you are The barflies all seem happy But most are just as blue We come to drink and to forget Sometimes we really do I'm feeling old and empty Is that the story of my life? I know you're gone for good And it cuts me like a knife We used to lie together In the early morning There's nothing you can do 
but only the bottle knows the way I feel tonight. Only the bottle knows the way. 